Kia ora, everyone. It's nine o'clock. Welcome to Talk Back with Thane and Sophia. We're here till, well, you know, until we get bored pretty much, just before 11, I suppose. Saturday night, and please welcome uh, the lovely Sophia Mantel. How are you? Very well, Thane. Thanks hey. for the welcome. No problem. Um, you got really hot in here. Oh, you've what? got a fire burning, haven't you? Yeah, I like to make a good fire, and mm. I've made it extra spicy, and it is quite warm. Wow, you made it too good. Too good of a fire. Too good of a fire. And now I'm schwitzing. I'm just feeling dehydrated, and that's okay. Excellent. Fine. Um, well, 20 cases of COVID uh, today, new cases. We're supposed to be about? dropping down to level three on Monday, fingers crossed. So Tuesday? Um, I don't know, man. I think the announcement's on Monday, and then they let us out of jail probably the Friday. Who knows? But uh, Not us. No. Um, we have got talkback going, so there is a link in the post. We're going to put it in the comments as well. And uh, if you want to join in, then you join in. If you want to watch, there's details of, uh, of uh, you know, how to watch it on different uh, pages that it goes out to. And also, you've got a giveaway tonight, right? I do have a giveaway tonight, Thane. Do you have my little, uh, my credits to roll? G'day, uh, Richard uh, Phelps there. Phelps? Yeah, Phelps is watching. Fantastic. Okay, yeah, I do. So here okay. we go, everybody. Watch this, everyone. Yeah, Check it's good. It's, um, I have to say, actually, tonight it's not because you know, I changed my pyjamas out. But my Papanel sleepwear, I have a giveaway. It's up on our Instagram page. If you go onto Instagram, go to Talk Back with Thane and Sophia, click on the thing with me in pyjamas, comment a couple of girlfriends that you think or boyfriends that would like the pyjamas, go and follow Papanel sleepwear, you're in the draw. And also, tonight, if you comment the word Papanel on our Facebook comments, you also go on the draw. It's bloody you just good have to go and follow their Instagram. So follow their Instagram and then comment Papanel on our Facebook feed. Okay. Thank you very really much. Really Thane, if you had a dollar for every time someone called you Thane, instead of Thane, would you be able to buy Sophia a new car? Billy, I can buy my own new car. Thank you very much. But I'd take it. Here we go. Okay. Let's go to our comments, guy. Welcome to the show, Benny Mac. How the hell are you, mate? Oh, absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, Thane. Hey, great show last night. Sorry I couldn't make it, guys. It's okay. We missed you so much. Yeah. yeah. I'm back here, guys. Never fear. Benny Mac is here. And tonight I'll be bringing you the facts. Yes, that's right. I am the resident fat checker. What is a fact checker, you may ask? Well, I'm the one that checks some of the fucking facts. It's pretty goddamn self-explanatory. <laughs> if you need an explanation. <laughs> but yeah, I check the facts, basically. Basically, anything that happens on the show, I'm kind of like you at home. You're thinking, are these guys talking truth? Are they full of shit? Is this the real mm. deal? Well, I'm taking notes. I go and run it through a fact-checking uh, algorithm. Yes, AI. And it basically tells me, yay or nay, thumbs up, thumbs down, and that's how we tell facts. 
Oh, thank you very much, Fact Man. Perfect. Yep. And I'm at this stage, to have you back. Oh, it's great to be back. And at this stage, only 50% of our facts contain mis or disinformation. That's not bad. That's good a ratio. That's, that's okay. pretty even. It's yeah. pretty much the internet, isn't it? Right there. And that's a fact, Jack. Thank you very much. Thank uh, come you. back to Benny very shortly. Hey, guys, uh, 12 million bucks. Here are the official lotto numbers while it is a Saturday. Uh, draw number 2100 for Saturday, 18th September 2021. Uh, the numbers are 6, 15, 18, 19, 21, 32, and the bonus number, 23. The Powerball was 1. Strike, 32, 15, 6, and 18. Okay. So, yeah. did you win the lotto? I don't know. Um, they won't let me check my ticket online at this stage. So, I'm just waiting it out like everybody else. Do you always get that little feeling? Or is it because of the timing? Do you get the feeling, of, oh, they're not letting me check. That's because I'm the winner. I've got to go in store. Absolutely. That's exactly mm. how I feel. In fact, mm. I take a good – as soon as I purchase my ticket, all I do is try and manifest that that amount of money, the $12 million. I pre-bought right. stuff. I've got my announcement. How do I announce it to the family, you guys? Uh, do I go and buy everybody a Range Rover first or and surprise you? and Or do I just go, oh, my God, I won, I won. Uh, Jack Potted said, oh. Not this hey, Louise, good news. At Jack Potted, you can buy one for the next one, which is next Saturday. Yeah. Does it go, does it go to um, – the Saturday draw or the Wednesday draw? I have no idea, but we've got a bit of an update here. Let's we'd like well, to pull in. Um, we'd like to pull in our fact checker, uh, Benny, with the latest. What's going on, buddy? Man, man, man! You just talk about manifestation of reality. Manifest reality. Win money. Make your dreams come true. Spend money at Lotto. It could be you. You could be the powerful pool winner. It could be your lucky day. Thank you, B. I'm manifesting your reality right now. You. You're going to be getting uh, cubic zirconia. Uh, implanted in your skull you're going to be like that wow. really cool rapper kid you're going to blow up on hip-hop tip-top you're going to be the next superstar star sensation you're going to be bigger than true bliss i believe in you this guy loves me he's got my back i i thank you very much mate Absolutely. Appreciate it. you're a winner baby thank you G'day, Brooke Howard-Smith. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hello. We're just wandering around my house. Is this what we do now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we sat down for the purpose of being lazy, but feel free to walk. Whatever no, you want I'm to just do. I'm exercise like I'm in MIQ, just wandering around, Yeah, a thousand steps a day. That's good. How good was today, though? You must have thousand stepped it outside. I did. I did. I tried to. I was kind of trying to do a bit of house maintenance, a little bit of pool cleaning, that kind of stuff. Yeah, nice. It was a beautiful day. It makes everything slightly less depressing when it's uh, nice and sunny, doesn't it? Oh, it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, assuming that you where you were, it was beautiful. But here in um, Auckland, where we are trapped, it, it was a beautiful. It was a sunny, spring-like prison today. Yeah, just the best. Mm. Hey, um, mate, thank you very much for appearing on the show. We were talking... NFTs the other night, cryptocurrency oh, yes. and what have you. And then some of our viewers said, 
you got to get um, Brookhouse Smith on to talk about fluff, and then the yeah. fluff jokes um, flew, and then no one really researched it. Fact checker guy kind of tried to, <laughs> in broad terms to make us understand, uh, you know, the special thing. So I thought, hey, let's talk to this guy. I mean, bro, we're basically too old to understand what in the yeah. heck is happening yeah. with the FTS. I was saying NTF. We just we need an update, and then I had a look at your page, and we were like, okay, okay, design. It's hard, yeah. So, firstly, I'm also too old. I think I'm I'm, I'm definitely older than you, and <laughs> I think saying I'm older than you. So that makes me like I don't, I'm I'm definitely like the oldest person in our um, crew, yes. and they like to make fun of me. Uh, but but it does help me bridge the gap. So I can hopefully yep. I can explain this in old people talk. Okay. Thank you. Well, anyone else yeah. that was kind of like not um, not born in like the mid two thousands can kind of get this. So. The crux is this. Are you guys still there? We, yes. we here, we here. Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's just producing. He's, he's trying to like switch screens. I like that. I like that. So <laughs> I think the first thing is if you understand a little bit about blockchain, which is, you know, you've got to explain a little bit about blockchain, which is uh, that it is a ledger. Like, so everyone tries to make blockchain sound um, really complex. It's basically just a giant list of who owns what, and it exists mm -hmm. throughout the network of computers and for the last um 11 years or so um it's kind of bubbled away and then obviously four years ago it really blew up um and the last four years have been lots of blockchain and cryptocurrency but if you weren't into cryptocurrencies and like trading currencies it was pretty boring yeah um, because it was just bitcoin and ethereum and these kind of things and people were making a lot of money but recently um the start of the year uh, people started to translate these smart contracts that exist in some cryptocurrencies and they started to attach them to content. Now, content, everyone gets excited about content. Whatever you're into, whether it's stamp collecting or basketball or, you know, wh whatever it is, there's content that inspires people. And so the same kind of fervor that overtook the world with crypto cryptocurrency four years ago now has meant that um, people are really getting excited about how this is affecting arts, music, mm -hmm. um, sports. So if you're into art, you would have seen that Beeple's first 5,000 days sold for $69 million at the start wow. of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a huge sale. Yesterday at, um, I think it was yesterday, it's kind of like over the last 24 hours at Christie's, they've been selling some NFTs and they've mm -hmm. been going for crazy amounts of money. So Did that, Kate Moss have one that she she put out? I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. You know, like the amazing the, the amazing thing about um, anything to feed the habit. You know, you've got yeah. to, you've got to do what you've got to do. You got to do it sure, for sure. Um, and you know, she's probably well, she's done some amazing work anyway. But I'm sure it's drying yeah. up. So she's I, smart. Right now, all over the world, everyone in every kind of one of those industries is trying to get into NFTs because people mm. are making so much money. So there's a, a crew called the Board Ape Yacht Club and they're doing very well right now. It's four four guys. Mm -hmm. um, and the other day they made 90 million US in 10 minutes releasing wow. another bunch of Board Apes, these Mutant Ape Yacht Club guys. So, um, so hold on, Mutant Ape, you've lost me. Yes. Well, these what? are just their images. Their images. So if you're out there on the uh, listening to this on the interweb, you can just Google Board Ape Yacht Club, and they're a, a set of ten thousand different apes. They're um, uh, generated art, meaning okay. that each one of them is unique. There are some that are more rare than others. The rarest apes are going for 
uh, you know, in the millions and millions of dollars. The cheapest board ape now is around two hundred thousand dollars, and it's just a JPEG. It's just a JPEG with a smart contract attached to it. So, but, is it like trading cards for the internet? Yeah. A okay. little bit, a little bit. There's, there's varying components in, as as to why these things are kind of taking off. The first one is flex. If you've got a lot of cryptocurrency sitting there. And as a human being, you know, human beings like to tell people that they're successful, but you yep. can't just tell people I've got millions of dollars in crypto. Um, but if your profile picture is a one-of-a-kind $13 million um, JPEG and everyone knows it's legit because you, these these wallets are all public, I, right. if, you've, if you've got this the JPEG and it's just a copy of a JPEG, people can tell if that's, that's sure. the, if they know where the original ones are. So, so that flex is really important in an industry where um, discovery and tech are really important. So you've either got a board ape because you were so smart, you knew about them before everyone, or so rich that you're able to spend a half a million dollars. This wow. part of this that is probably is a lot more interesting for, for, for us. And Fluff World is a, a group of really talented Kiwis that took all of the skill in uh, – and 3D animation that New Zealand has built up over the last two decades. Mm. And then they took all of the blockchain tech and they combined them. And we created 10,000 unique computer generated um, uh, pieces of art. Uh, these, these, these bunnies, these fluffs, they're um, animated. There's unique music, brand new music by Tom Lee behind them. Wow. Uh, and uh, there's 10,000 of them and they sold out in 40 minutes. Um, and yeah, and, and, the last five weeks, people have been buying them and selling them. People have spent $65 million on fluffs in the last five weeks. And so, how are you involved? Are you, sorry, Than, are you one of those four? No, so I've, we've got a group of six people that have non fungible labs. Um, okay. And I'm kind of just a lucky old guy <laughs> that lucked into this. And then there's kind of creative geniuses and blockchain geniuses. Yeah. I always, I was immediately interested in NFTs because like you guys, I come from media and content mm. and I've seen the shift from uh, broadcast to social and NFTs now, now that we've gone through the kind of the, the vapid and kind of shallow part of the flex part of NFTs, mm-hmm. you can get into what ours are. So ours are, avatars and yep. if you want to kind of like go into um a game like go into fortnite ours are being built uh, rigged in the same engine as fortnite unreal and so you'll be able to walk your specific bunny into fortnite okay. and, then leave, and then walk it into a different game Pretty and cool. carry currencies with it and carry right. out of the games and in and out of the games and so the the next phase of um Gaming and the internet is a thing called the metaverse, and I don't know if you guys have heard of. No, fill us in. Well, I was the again. I was the guy four months ago on the Zoom call that asked what the metaverse is, and all the young people laughed at me. (laughs) But it's the next. It's the next evolution of the internet. It's an immersive evolution where instead of um, these games being walled gardens and these environments being walled gardens, they're immersive three D environments that you can port your assets, yourself, your avatars through and into. So Facebook is creating metaverse-style environments. Okay. They'll they join with Microsoft's and Sony's and 
Wow. Unreal epics. So it's what? like that movie, what was it? Um, game some, yes. Yeah, it's exactly that. Ready Player One was based uh, on a on a, a concept that is, you know, based around the metaverse. So, so everyone can log in and feel whatever they want to feel as opposed yeah. to having to live their authentic life on Earth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, yeah, it's really depressing, right? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of guy? As I was saying guy. it, I was trying to make it sound less <laughs> sad, but <laughs> it's just sad. How can a guy – how can a guy – with 5,000, you know, because we don't have $13 million to throw out a piece of art, but how can a guy off the street who's got access to a laptop uh, start churning out content that possibly could sell and make a little bit of money? Where do you where do you begin with this? Well, the first thing is stories all around the globe right now. There are artists that have generated, that have built up good audiences, and they've yeah. never been able to really connect with that audience in a um, – in a, in, a, in, a, in a way to where, say, say you've got a 1,000 fans, and yeah. most artists that have spent a while might be able to connect with a 1,000 people, like, but they're having to kind of slog away at a show every six months, and in that show they've got to somehow deal with all of the getting the word out of the date of the show and then people mm. get it, all of that. So once you're removing all of those barriers, we're seeing um, artists that were making $30,000, $40,000 a year max are making a million dollars in a day because they're creating um, – versions of their art making it affordable like so it doesn't need to be five thousand dollars it can be three hundred dollars but you make ten thousand of them and people who love the art you know it shares because it's the internet it's infectious and someone shares it and they see that it's going up and art is also an investment and so people start to back and bet on the best artists that or the art that resonates with them and so um it is definitely changing visual arts the big shift for you guys, or the, I think that you guys might be interested in, is music. Because mm. in the same way, we all know, we, we, we know dozens of great musicians here that could definitely say that they've got 5,000 hardcore fans. Yeah. Now, 5,000 hardcore fans paying 100 bucks for your album instead of trying to find, get a, go through the machinery. Oh, yeah. And saying, listen, man, I really love your work. I want to pay 100 bucks for this. But yeah. when I do pay a hundred bucks, I want to have a little bit of the back end if I tell ten of my friends about it. Yes. So that's what NFTs enable. So your 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 recording artists now can effectively float their new album. So they might even have like a free sample and go, listen, on the tenth of December, I'm going to drop this album. It's going to be a hundred bucks for the, the limited edition, the first releases. But mm -hmm. every single one of every single one of those that fractionalizes and sells. You can take a little bit and I'll take a little bit. So, so it's wow. like influencer codes yeah. for yeah. NFTs. Well, wow. yeah. So, so you know, for 30 years, uh, digital has promised to give artists, the creators, what, you know, they're, they're worth. And all it's mm. done is actually dissolve, like, their ability to monetize their, their, um, their talents. Yeah. This hopefully will flip that. And I, the other people that are, sorry, this is, I'm one of my rambling tyrants. No, okay. no, 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 this is, this is interesting. The other thing that's amazing about this is the other, the unsung heroes of the music industry are the, are the discoverers and sharers. There's that layer of people that work their ass off to find cool new things and share mm. it with people. This rewards them because they're the first person. They're the ones that say, listen, I've got a limited edition, Tom Lee, first press, like, and people go, wow. And, you can see it in their wallet, and you can again back to that earlier thing. That so, if Dave Dobbin was to record a song exclusively for one person, 
Yeah. And never play it on radio. It's theirs as if they're going to pay for it. How does he puts it on a site and then it gets auctioned or someone makes? Well, here's the interesting thing. And I'll see if I can explain this. People try to think of the exclusivity as being a a good thing. I never playing it, but I'm going to give you a a scenario. I haven't tried this ever um, audibly. I've just thought about this. So there's a 1965 Elvis first, like first press record. Mm-hmm. Let's go for about a half million dollars. Right. Now, it's not going to devalue that, everyone hearing that record, right? And in fact, if the more people that heard the record, the more valuable the 1963 press is going to be because it's a more famous song, right? Mm. Yep. It's the same with NFTs. Dave doesn't need to stop everybody from hearing that track. Right. Everybody loving that track is actually going to make this this part of the, um, uh, the provenance, i.e. this first track that one guy or girl got and then they shared it with everybody but it's just theirs and it's own and it's the story so it's that of ownership, ownership and the flex of having the ownership well, but then being able to yeah. share it yeah that's exactly right the distribution of this so you know the fact that people that people 69 dollar million dollar painting is actually worth more because everyone knows about it now right. every screenshot is an homage to the original and so that person that's got the image, the original, is like, and so that's the key misunderstanding that um, potentially if you're tackling this with some people that are going to be naysayers, I'll say, oh, I can just take a screenshot of it. Well, yep. uh, yeah. I mean, that's it's Guys, completely so, um, the opposite. This is really our interesting. Yep. Hey, Brooke, how you doing, mate? <laughs> really good. Yeah, nice the, old, the, old Saturday, the old Saturday night chat. I'm happy. I was going to be drinking tonight. You guys put an end to that. I was like, don't turn up drunk on the bloody show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can have a drink. You can yeah, have yeah, a peppermint yeah. tea. You join us. The other, oh, there yeah. you go. There he is. I've got a fairly interesting fact here. Um, the first one-off NFT was created on May 3, 2014 by Kevin McCoy and Anal Dash live yeah. at the 7 on 7 conference at the museum in New York. All I can say is that his mum and dad were, weren't very McCoy about his name. <laughs> and is that a fact? That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, mate. Appreciate it. Fact guy. I have yeah. no idea what that means. No, neither. Um, Warren Stewart says, who would own the song? So the person who bought the uh, song off Dave Dobbin would own it for like $60 million, yep. and it would only go up in price if everybody heard it. So sharing, it's cool. Yeah, so we so when we made these the, the fluffs, and you can go check fluff.world as the website, you can go learn about it more there. Yeah. Um so we, we got Tom Lee is a great producer and musician and, and he created a bunch of tracks for these and then um and we and he was paid for them. And then the people that buy those fluffs own those tracks. So they can take the draw them, bring them down, they own the stems and the tracks, and they can recreate them and build their own songs that they can go sell. They, the fluffs that they um, buy as well, which are these 3D avatar bunnies with physics in the fur, you know, they're full-on kind of avatars. They own those as well. So they could walk into a Disney Studios and say, I've got a great idea for a TV show. Here's my 3D bunny called whatever. And so the idea, I mean, this is blockchain is all about distributed ownership and creation. Mm. So we, we gave the t- 10,000 bunnies are out there and people are creating their own names and backstories for the for the fluffs. 
They're creating music with them and creating an entire world, a universe, a fluff world. So that's theirs. Wow. And so what what happens with the money? Do you guys get paid in blockchain or is it like, how does that work? Yeah, the, 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 the currency that we, the, the blockchain we're on is called Ethereum, which is the second largest. Bitcoin is the largest kind of like more established. Yeah. But Bitcoin is, um, God, it's a hell of an interesting story. So in 2009, this white paper, which is a document just got, um, got released by a person who may or may not be real, talking about people who may or may not be real, Luke Dallow. It's like, the contact I've had with you, Brock. Geez, you always well, say, you just chop down my comments on Facebook. You put your own. Hey, 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 releases this paper, creates mm-hmm. something called Bitcoin, tells people how to create it, it happens, it becomes this, you know, amazing, it's incredible, the paper's incredible. He or she has a bunch of Bitcoin in a bank account, in a wallet, which is like a bank account, never touches it. And that's the last anyone's ever heard of them. Now, at last count, and it'll be much more now, we know that that person is either dead or an incredible human being because it's about $15 billion in that wallet now and it's never been touched. Someone can fact check me on that, on how much wow. more than $10 billion and that person has never shown up again. So all of this industry, you know, it's the fastest growing financial and arts and media industry on the planet is fueled by someone no one knows who it is and they just vanish. Someone I read saying, about that a while ago and it was just, I just couldn't get my head around it. And I just yeah. thought, this is confusing. And that seems weird. Maybe they're dead. I don't know. <laughs> kind of just carry on. But. Tell us about the tax sort of side of things. I mean. Yeah, you just got to pay tax. Um, yeah. So it, it's a little bit tricky. So um, uh, IRD uh, is still working around, each country is working around how the, how you treat tax. Mm. But um, but there are different types of uh, revenue that could be earned in cryptocurrency. There's the capital gain, there's staking, there's a whole bunch of different um, things that, but, but everyone is like anyone that's not paying tax or using blockchain for crime is an, is an idiot. And what they learned, because there's this other mis- misconception that it's great for crime. It's mm. an immutable record of something mm. that happened it's the exact worst thing for crime yeah and, and you know what they're finding is that all these people that were committing crimes a while back is that the moment your wallets touch some kind of traceable element they can then just trace everything back so if you're out okay. there committing crime right now don't use blockchain as a no. method for payment because it's an interesting thing because if you're paying tax on your crypto coins or your fluffs or whatever the government would need to have an account of fluff or bit, you know, you know what I mean? Cause, or unless you'd be paying cash over, which you don't really want to do if you've got your bitcoins, do you, Brock? Um, I don't listen, I'm not I'm not an expert on this, but you, you provide them with your transactions. So whatever transactions you're in the middle of, you just keep a record of those and if you've made money, good on you, man, help help. Uh, feed teachers and you know pay pay your tax. Luke, are you telling people not to pay their taxes? 
No, <laughs> they pay your taxes, but how do they, how do they pay their taxes? You just, you you... Like anything, you just keep a record of transactions, and when you draw down, sorry, I should. Yeah. Point out, it's very easy. This is another thing that people don't understand. It's very easy to get cryptocurrency and to turn that cryptocurrency into cash. Oh, is it? A site okay. called Easy Crypto. Um, and Janine is a just genius. She's got a great site there. They do tens of millions of dollars a day. It takes you less than like a minute to turn cash into crypto or vice versa. Because I think that's like shareholding, isn't it? When you buy shares, it's not like you're paying tax necessarily unless, like I know with sharesies, they sign you up and you put your IRD number in and stuff like that. So they kind of take care of that end. But it would be when you receive that in actual mm-hmm. cash and, and yeah. took that money out. So maybe so it's yeah, so when we make money from these things and draw them down, we'll pay tax on, on that. Yeah. I thought um, this whole uh, crypto was so you didn't pay tax. It was above all the banks and the law and that type of thing. It's, it, the idea is removing, so there's around 4% of the global economy that is pure inefficient bank inefficiency. Right. That's a huge amount of money. Like every single, you think about every single, single thing you're paying for, up, around 4% of that is just like ridiculous bank fees and, and you know, mm. it's just terrible. Mm. So you're getting rid of all of that. Um, but, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, um, there's a book called The uh, Sovereign Individual. Is that right? Yes. I'm not like a crazy kind of, I'm not saying you're crazy if you believe in the old removing, the, getting rid of the government thing. But I, I, so I think it can work in with governments. I think all yeah. governments will have digital currencies soon. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's just a way of mitigating, like, not everybody has to go through that banking system because I suppose the banking system started out as a bunch of families and things, and then that's kind of been raped and pillaged over the years. So, this is just another opportunity to do something a little bit different that has its own sort of yeah. pros and cons, I suppose. Yeah. Can I ask? Can I ask, sorry, Brooke, what is the the, the, the bunny world or the fluff guys, that world, you know, yeah. the group, the collective there, right? They've mm-hmm. made all this money. Has their life, did they have money before or they've just got this big dump of money and now just like, are they, yeah. anyone got a Ferrari yet? No, yeah, there's like Jesse and Alex are young guys that, um, that uh, were just really creative and cool and they, you know, there are people involved in the project that have been in blockchain and crypto for a while, so they've got a little bit of, you know, everyone's got a little bit of a nest egg. But Great. Jesse and Alex are two young guys. It's Alex's birthday today. He's had a heck of a birthday month lead up. Because um, the company itself, so I'll give you a sense of, like, how crazy this is. It's made more money in one month than Rocket Lab made in the first six months of this year. Wow. So, so and we're talking about roll around on the, on the bed sort of money. You know, real money. I mean, I'm talking not not money up here or down there. I'm talking about rolling around in the beer. Listen, I think oh, if you take it out, then yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it'll be it'll be invested back into like building this thing out into. The idea with Fluff World is to build it into you know a, a, a genuine like world leading game um, gaming ecosystem where people there's play to earn. Um, we're the first people to insert AI into NFTs. Um, so the ability to kind of have your own NFT kind of doing its own thing. It can learn how to play poker or football or mm. Fortnite, whatever you want. So it gets better at those things. It's, yeah, there's some really cool stuff happening. I see some NFTs when my boys are playing um, PlayStation on, you know, it's amazing how these things just pop up and you go, what's that? And the kids go, oh, that's an NFT. And I go, oh, yeah. wow, okay. You guys will know that, you know, they had that concert with Marshmallow in 2019 on Fortnite where 11 million people turned up. And the idea now is that 
young kids who are spending a lot of time in the digital realm will mm-hmm. go to these events and they'll want to wear the brand new Nikes to these events in the digital realm and Nike will license a limited NFT for that event. And it might be, you know, and you should definitely Google the NFT shoes. The sneaker heads are just like, because you can dream up anything, right? Yeah. Wow. wow. That's kind of scary and also cool. It's so far removed from what I think of every day, you know, just living completely like uh, trying to avoid my phone other than for work purposes, which seems to take up enough time as it is. But it's really a huge movement, unfortunately or fortunately, for humans into the digital age that's, you know, it's all changing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And you're right. Like I found that since I got involved with this, I spent a lot more time like in the community because because knowledge is power right so we, we yeah. were part of it we were part of a uh, a virtual a vr jetpack release so your bunny has a jetpack in the metaverse yesterday and wow. there's like 24 hours of like monitoring it to make sure that you get in to get a part be a part of this jetpack release but that said the jetpacks costed around 300 bucks and within 24 hours, they're around about three and a half thousand. So, if wow. you were wow. if you were able to find these cool projects and get around them, and you've got a little bit of coin to kind mm. of to, to to risk, and this is not financial advice, but you know you can you can you know, definitely do okay. Not financial. Wow. Advice. So I'm looking at this NFT sneaker at the moment. Yes. It's up to ten thousand dollars. Is that the one you're talking about? Oh, listen, Luke. There's t- thousands of them. There's thousands. Wow. So yeah. um, sneaker artists and sneak. See, this is what, when I was talking about communities. Every single community um, is super passionate about their thing. So sneakerhead mm. will sit there online and talk about new sneakers like all day online. And so now if you can give them like a ranking system to say, like, I'm the biggest sneakerhead. I've got like the, you know, the limited edition, you know, Jordan, 86 Jordans. I just made that number up. There's no 86 Jordans. Yeah, he wasn't 12. But anyways, uh, so you know what I'm saying? In those communities, sneakyheads are going to think I'm an idiot now. But um, the, the, those communities, having that flex is really important. Being a part of historic content is really important. And so, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's all about being the first in, yeah. you know, the first and best dressed, I suppose. Yes, cool. it's really, really, guys, everyone that's listening to this tonight, you're in like the first less than 1% of the population and NFTs are like less than a year. Like in 2014, they started messing around with them. 2017, they really, really nailed them. They didn't mm. blow up until February. Um, and so we're in the very beginning of an entire revolution. Every single person that's listening to this could effectively have it like making dent on, on the market. Mm. Mate, so now's the time to get in. This is, well, I mean, now's the time. You're absolutely right. And uh, are we going to have to? Can I just, before we go, can yeah. we make this an NFT, this interview? Look, well, this, okay, I want you to think bigger. Because okay. making this interview an NFT is okay. But at the moment, the way that you guys um, are monetizing this kind of, because it's content people are listening to, they want to be a part of. Yes. Mm-hmm. built a community NFT, right? So you, 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 you get a, let's say there's 5,000 um, and you can make it anything. You can make it a little animal that's your mascot and they're different versions of the animals. And then you put them up for sale as an NFT and you put, let's say, 
a hundred bucks on just as a, mm-hmm. as a you know as an idea five thousand a hundred bucks easy man that nft and and you 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 build rarity platinum gold bronze silver whatever all this rarity into them each of them entitles people to different access to your content uh that okay. live events those those become passes and not only that they become a community ticket um some people some of those might be moderators you will be able to float and raise money from your community to run your show ahead of time instead of advertising. But it gets better because with the NFTs that we have that are smart contracts, we can drop things into those. So in one press of a button, I could drop a can of Coke into every single one of your NFTs, the holders. So now they get like, oh, wow, Wow. our, our community gets a free Coke on a Friday night or whatever it is. You can... What you're able to do with these things in terms of community engagement is transformative. Advertising gets flipped. Um, and again, creators with audiences are suddenly empowered and audiences feel like they're contributing. Totally. Mm. And do we see a company like yours to build an NFT for us? Or is, that, is there any, any go-to people? Yeah, like there, there, are lot, there are lots. We're, we're, we're smashed. I, again, like the best thing about this is a Kiwi company has, has and I, I'm absolutely capable of saying this it's the best nft project on in, in the world like mm. what we did was is, has we did it, we released six weeks ago which is like an, an eon in the nft world and no one's released anything that looks as good as fluffs has music layers interchangeable content ai smart contracts everyone's playing catch up that's the good news mm. the bad news is that every single record label and movie and like anyone you could name has been in contact to start building out our NFTs. So we're flat out, right. but there is a Facebook group called um, that I set up called NFTs and the Metaverse NZ. It's on Facebook. It's kind of a ironic that it's on like the clunkiest, oldest um, yeah. thing, but it's, it's a community. <laughs> it's a group, right? And there's so many great Kiwis there that are building these out, and they're not as crazy hard as you imagine. And if you guys want to get in there, join up, um, Ask questions the way I'll be on there and and we'll hook you up with people that can help out. Awesome. Because we were thinking of doing a founders club. Yeah. And now we should do an NFT founders club because I want to learn how to do this. And who's to say that the drawings have to be good, right? Well, God, do this. Google Google Gary V. You guys know who Gary V is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Gary V, Gary V, and he's he's a genius. He drew all of his. Mm. And, they, and they're they're rudimentary, but you get passes to V Fest for the next three years. Yeah, because that's and, what I was thinking. I was like, let's skip the middleman. I'll do some doodles. We're yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and and people that are supporting you, and if you build, um, you need to build continual value into this. So it can't just be about like yeah. cash grab and now fuck you guys. It's got to mm. be right. And then because the key to this is, say someone buys one of yours for a hundred bucks, right? They're going to want the um, implied value, i.e. the access to events, the show, whatever it is. And then secondary, they're going to want the ability to maybe on-sell that if it gets really like people like, listen, you, there's only a thousand people that have all this access. And people go, man, I want a membership. I want to be part of the Founders Club. Right. And, and so then someone sells it for 150 bucks. Now your entire mm-hmm. community's like, I'm sitting on an asset here because I, I'm, I get the New Year's Eve pass for 30% off. I get access to cheap drinks here i get it's like 
it's it's monetization of communities on a completely different scale. But also, it makes a lot more people rich, right? It really spreads the yeah, wealth around if you think about it. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll find a way to fuck up the democratization yeah. of this as well. I'm sure Spotify will buy the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazon, NFT. Are they going to think about changing the name? Because it does sound like a sexual disease, isn't it? And NFT. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm not forty. I'm not forty. I mean, I mean, non fungible. Non fungible doesn't sound great either. Either no. it sounds like a fungus. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Fungible is a word that's been around for a very long time. It's an old word, but very few people have ever used it before now. So, non fungible tokens. Okay. Mm. <laughs> what, what, do I, what, what do I wrap it up? Absolutely. There's some amazing questions in here. I mean, there's some incredible questions in here. I wanted to read out some of them. They've gone now. Oh, um, no, no, you can just move it up and down the screen. Scroll it. There's, there's one that was implying that I'm a, I, I potentially am or was an acid dealer. I've never done that. <laughs> I saw that one too, actually. Yeah, I'm. Brooke, I'm, is I'm, acid something that just supplied in the 2000s or are you just a proud i'm not sure what that means oh, neither am i listen i'm it's even crazier than that i'm really keen to try to kind of expand my mind i've never done it so not only am i not a dealer i'm not even a user yet yeah. have you um, seen nine perfect strangers no. fungible <laughs> Where did that come from? It's Jesus. Uh, Nine Perfect Strangers has, is really a great that you probably don't have time. You're already, you know, no, living I'm in the digital space. It's a bottle of Hendrix and I. <laughs> Watch it on Amazon Prime. It's amazing. It's got Nicole Kidman, whole um, Bobby Cannavale, if that's how you yep. pronounce his name. Um, and it's amazing. Yeah, good it's show. so good. A lot like of acid. Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, yeah, nine perfect strangers. There's a little bit of microdosing. There's okay. a lot of microdosing. So it's everyone's talking about it. Um, I, again, I'm, I'm I'm kind of impervious to peer pressure. <laughs> um, <laughs> Love it, mate. Thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday night. Hey, thank you thank guys you. so much. Go check it out and support great Kiwi artists. Uh, Absolutely, the Metaverse NZ on Facebook. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you. Wow. Fungible. Isn't that cool guy? He is cool. He's lovely. I want What's a non-fungible token. I have no beef with him, but he's very, very um, – whenever I write something political, he comes in and just whips my knees away and takes the power out of my comment, which is fantastic because it's his opinion. I have no – I like Brookie and, uh, you know, and uh, it's just because some of his comments are very uh, – they whip my – you know, they take a little bit of the – I whipped the, uh, the one out of your sales. Uh, Benny, um, fact checker, what do you got? I've just created some NFTs for the show. Yes. Some, some, some non-fungibles. Hmm. Um, the first oh, one. Shit. <laughs> well, oh, look at my, what the fuck is going on with my face? You're smiling. Yeah. yeah. I'm smiling. <laughs> I've got hair there. That's good. smiling. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I hate to admit it, but it's not bad. It's not actually bad. not bad at all. It's actually yeah, so not bad. These. That one there is um, 20,000. We're starting 20,000. Um, this one here is going for 25, and this one here is going for um, 
for fifteen thousand. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. Jeez, mate. See you, pal. I'm coming for you, Benny. Is that that's what not we're all. On the street now, eh? Woohoo! Yeah. Hey, but um, do you reckon though? Because you know, with bar ownership and what have you, uh, you think about it. If you NFT'd uh, your bar, you would be able to. Um, you know, promise people all the blah 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 blah. Uh, you know, yeah. free drinks, a free New Year's party, blah 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 blah. And then that, that's going to monetize stuff. You could be selling drinks before drinks. That's, that's right. a lot of blah blah blah. Yeah, and I was thinking about it in the housing market as well. There's a yeah. lot going on there. There's a lot. There's actually a lot going on there. I'm going to do a bit more research on that because um, when you, it's like someone said to me about um, Bitcoin. And I said like. I'm not into Bitcoin. And then this person said to me, well, do you just imagine the first dollar note that someone said many, many years ago, or that coin said, this coin is worth a dollar. Hmm. And it's like, this is the new currency going forward, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Get early, bang, you're in. But imagine being like uh, Luke Dello Barfoot Thompson of the crypto world. You know what I mean? Like, you know, in a game of some sort. Imagine if you were in far, uh, Fortnite. What is it, Fortnite? And, uh, you set up a little shop there, you know? Oh, mate, I get set shot up. up. Fortnite. Imagine you have a little Leo Malloy running around. Jeez, he would have <laughs> causing trouble. That's bloody good. Hello. Hello. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's not I am. Um, yeah, well, that's a bit, but that was a heavy topic to start with on a Saturday, guys. Great I love that. What are you talking about? Mm. But you know what? What are you, what if are you, you have doing? a one lotto, you are going. You're interested in trying to make a windfall somewhere. And if you're not in the yeah. housing market, this is another great opportunity to get in there. We're all and, not in real estate here, Luke. You know. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not saying. Hey, but how do you? What, my question, I didn't have a chance to ask, is if I want to buy, I've, you know, I'll get the shoebox out of the, under the bed here. Who mm-hmm. do I get the shoebox of money to? Oh, so I think that he mentioned the page name and I might message him and get the page name again and we can put it up. Benny, maybe you could put it up so that we can follow it Yeah. Uh, and, and get some info. I'm interested because, you know, I'm a real, I'm not, I'm not a first, what is it called? An early adopter. I'm not an early adopter. I'm quite a weary person. And mm. so I feel like, unfortunately, this is my worst nightmare that everything's going to go digital and I just hate it. But maybe I'm just going to just test it out. Maybe I'm going to go, okay, well, let's just call it what it is. Yeah, let's get into really, it early. So you put your money, so I suppose you would buy with your credit card some cryptocurrency in Bitcoin or Ethereum, and that would go to your wallet, your crypto wallet, mate. And yes. then you would start buying NFTs depending on what the exchange rate was. So if you put 10000 in, that would X, XYZ, um, whatever, cryptocurrency. Be like one Bitcoin. And then off you go. But I've got to go, this is my piece of art that I'm a – let's say hypothetically, a tenth owner of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or or you can buy something. I mean, that, that is the Bitcoin thing. You, you can buy a whole Bitcoin or part of a book, Bitcoin. No, the NFT, though. Yeah, but an NFT you could buy outright. So you can buy one for $10,000 or five cents. And how do you – my point is how do I get that NFT or does this metaphor – It's a JPEG. It's a picture. Yeah. It's like sending a logo. Hmm. 
but this so one would... moves and interactive and all that type of stuff. And I think mm. you find them on um, just just find where you buy NFTs. There's big galleries. I, in fact, I think we're going to bring back uh, our fact checker now. I think he's got some details on how to do that, Luke. So uh, be with us. Yeah, I started What's doing some, on there? Well, I started doing some fact checking, and it was way too boring. So I thought I'd draw Brooke Howard Smith. Hey, that's awesome! Jesus, how'd you do that? And so that cool. one there's two point eight um, billion um, uh, uh, blockchains, and remember, it's based on the Lego blockchain, and it's confirmed on the Heath Ledger. Gotcha, mate. Thank you very much for that. Very important mm. bits of information. We, we mm. won't use that. Really hey, quite impressed with his uh, drawings. You're, uh, you've got your uh, Papinelli, um, Papinel, uh things oh. that you were, your pajamas that you're That's putting right. people on the draw for, right? I am. So uh, if you saw the last previous two nights, I was wearing some pajamas that looked soft, silky. Mm comfortable, beautiful, and they are all of those things. And I'm giving away a pair, big thanks to Papinel Sleepwear. Um, and all you have to do is go over to the Papinel Sleepwear page, follow that Instagram, come over to our Instagram, follow us, you're in the draw. Tag a friend, tag 10 friends. You weren't wearing those last night I saw when I saw you, Sophia. No, no, I was wearing my Papinel ones. These are a friend of mine. It's Small Town Wild. It's a lounge set. Oh, uh, yeah. I, um, yeah, I once wore on this show the same pajamas three times in a row, and someone um, dragged me for it. So I thought, I suppose uh, I'll change my pajamas. But how many times do you change your pajamas? We all know you go to bed nude, Luke, but what about the rest of you? How often do you change your pajamas? That's a good poll. Can I, can I ask how you would know that, Sophia? Did he say that in a show? Oh, Anyone? Sophia knows the hell I, you know. I know everything about Luke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he told us last night. We did a poll, oh. was it the night before? We discussed it in depth. The night before there, Sophia. Mm. <laughs> Where is your lovely robe, though? Oh, it's that. in the dry cleaners. It's in the dry cleaners. The Chinese lady is cleaning it now. Uh, she's a lovely lady. But... Um, I don't yeah. know if warehouse robes are dry clean only, but I like that you're supporting the local <laughs> local businesses that are probably. Oh, yeah, got it, got it. I'm expecting it because it's made out of plastic, it's going to shrink down and probably be a bit more comfortable. It's going to be an NFT by the end of tomorrow. Weirdly, I think Luke's got a collection of ladies' clothes just lying around the Absolutely, place. some high heels. Yeah. A hundred percent address. Well, uh, yeah, I must admit, I do have some lacy g-strings there and uh, a few bits and pieces. You know, you know, you get a bit lonely at night sometimes. Yeah, you, know. you need some props. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet they smell fungible as well. Jeepers! Oh, fantastic um, extra large lady store in uh, Odahu that I go to and just hang out there. Oh, the carpenter's things. daughter. Yeah. yeah. But you, how do you know about that one, Fane? Oh, I've driven past it. <laughs> I think isn't that, that one's in Three Kings, or it used to be on the corner, wasn't it? It was. You know, yeah. um, what's oh. Michelle got to say? She's got a message here. Um, I don't wear jammies, can't get my pants up, lol. I sleep in my clothes and then put them in the wash the next morning. Fair enough. That's oh, pretty bless you, Michelle. 
you know what? My youngest child refuses to wear pajamas, absolutely flat hat refuses, Mm. will only wear a dress and occasionally a jumper. I have to dress her in something. Like if I need to put pajama pants on her, I have to do it while she's asleep. Well, that's, yeah, yes. And she'd be scoring. Yeah, she just doesn't like them. She tells me every day, I can't wait for summer, mama. Can wear my dresses. Have you She's not tried the Papinelli uh, PJs? Well, that's actually a very good idea, and maybe I should. I'd have better luck, I think. Mm. Yes, oh, I do sorry. ask. I do ask that everybody support me in this Papinelli sleepwear situation. Yeah. I really want to give them away, and I really want to have lots of people enjoy this opportunity, so that we can get more opportunities like this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we know what I'm saying. Okay, what size do you have there? Is it just one size fits all, or no? We can do any size, so whatever size you need. Yeah. They've got small, medium, and large. I wear a medium. I'm a size, probably a size 10, and they're quite big. They're probably, it's more probably a 12 to 14, that medium. But I like them quite loose just so I can slobble around. And um, Charmies should be loose if you do wear them. Be. I don't know, but when I was a kid, I used to wear them. They used to be loose. Yeah. You don't want like a. You don't, a want, bulges, you don't want bulges everywhere during the night, you know? No, thanks. No. Bulges. You don't want a tear. No. Hey, oh, um, there's a rugby game coming up in about uh, seven minutes' time, everybody, so we'll keep an eye on that for you. Also, uh, a little after 10 o'clock, we're talking gratitude and journaling. Mm. Um, that's probably like a Wednesday night interview, and we'll, we've learned a lesson on that. But, uh, Luke, I need you to kind of make it entertaining if possible. I definitely will be doing that. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, who are we talking to? Oh, uh, Stacey says PJ's rock. Stacey, go over to our Instagram. Follow us. Follow the Papinel Instagram and then comment if you haven't already. Jody Jody. says, I used to love going to the Peter Alexander shop in Sylvia Park only because when you walked in, the store smelled amazing with its scent that flows through the store. It does. It is so nice. They've got beautiful candles in there, but they are a rip off. I tell you what, you've you've shopped in New York before there, Sophia. I've never been to New York. I've been all over the States and I've never been to New York. Well, I'll I just, have. I have. Um, cool. Anyway, any big American store over there, you just go into those shops and they just push out these lovely scents. And it's just like going into a nightclub. You actually don't buy it, but you look around and you go, wow, look at that. You smell good. That got this beautiful woman and men going, hey, you're looking great. Hey. And yeah, they're, they're very good at it, aren't they? They are just the best shopkeepers in the world. Yes. I mean, you just don't go to your fruiter here in Auckland, you know, you just, you know, e- 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 a bit different, you know what I mean? But um, those, those New York sort of stores or any any major New York... The department any, stores, they smell amazing. Yeah. And you, get free gifts. you get free gifts too. That's right. And I'll tell you who's now the smell in store gifts. is Smith & Coey. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have we can't nailed. pull off the department store like the States, though. We just don't go there. Is it because it's on Queen Street and Queen Street's a hole? No, it's probably, probably that smell of that blue rinse sort of perfume that goes around with the old people that go there. Oh, come on, guys. Honestly, it's a beautiful place. I mean, we only go there once a year when taking the kids for the Christmas photo. Oh, yeah. I just booked, by the way. Yeah. If you haven't booked, get in there because all those weekend uh, dates are going oh. like that. Are you still, is Santa Claus still allowed these days? Are we allowed to put kids on Santa Claus's knee? No, they put up a big screen. Everyone wears masks. The last one was pretty weird. I don't know. He has his hands up here, sit on my knee. 
He actually made kids <laughs> jump on his pretend. Um, oh, he's got a plastic leg. Sand, like, what's that thing called? Like, the oh, thing sorry. that pulls them? A reindeer. Uh, and he was like, sorry. yeah, everybody pretend to you're riding a horse. And we we're like, what the fuck? But we're just on, trying to on. get this Christmas photo. Let's backstory this. We go in there and Sanders, this Māori dude like Billy T, and he's just like, because, yeah, come around here, guys. And it's just like, I don't know, you know, I, I love it. Now, you know, you've got to have a diverse centre. But yeah. we were we were looking for, you know, kind of like, you know, New York centre, you know, with the big oh, lights yeah. and the big fluffy thing and the big – but, yeah, this guy was – it wasn't that guy. Mid-conversation, mid-conversation goes, where do you guys stay? We're like, oh, Beachlands. He's like, oh, yeah, I love Beachlands. I'm like, your Santa, you don't know where Beachlands is. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. interesting. That's quite funny. Because Santa's clauses are the Santa's are actually trained, actually not to say a lot. You know, they're trained. They are trained. There's a Santa school, a Santa university that they go to to become qualified to get your uniform, get your Santa hat. So, therefore, that is a bad Santa. It was a bad Santa. Like- he was a courier and like the real Santa had kind of didn't come in or something. And this like, can you yeah. just wait this on? We've got a line of people. Seriously, we'll give you 500 bucks. And he's going, yeah, choice, bro. No worries. Where should I sit? Cause and I was like, Oh God. Have you been, have you been to India over Christmas? All no, the Santa's, Christmas. All the Santa's no. had turbans with a pom-pom on the top. It's quite, that's an, maybe the fact checker can check that out, but yeah. you're lying, but it's true. They have turbans with a, Do- I, I feel like you're joking. Um, Benny, I brought Brittany to the conversation. Can you check on an Indian standard, please? Um, bring us up. I one. don't want to bridge yeah, no the gap between whatsoever. a racist I'm just joke. On that right now. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, okay, we'll come back to you in a split. Are you sure about this? We, we're trusting you here, Leek. We're going with your gut feeling. You say one hundred percent. One hundred percent. In 1994, I went through Delhi, uh, Christmas going up to London, uh, and I really did uh, go through and saw an Indian Santa with a turban with a big white. There's one, yeah, there's one, oh, not a lot. Holy mackerel. Yeah, there he is, there he is on the top right there. There he is there. Something's very similar to that. Santa Claus in India. Okay. Can you guys see that there? Yeah, we yeah. can. Yep, that's the one there. And, well, I don't know if it's that one exactly, because he did have a dark beard, because, you know, it's, it's just the way it is. I mean, Santa's a very – actually, Santa was actually derived by – there he is, there he is. I saw him there. There's another one there, derived by Coca-Cola, I think. It's an American name. That's correct, yeah. The one. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, mate. Appreciate that, Benny. It's, um, yeah, it's it's Indian Santa. I didn't think – I thought it was a myth. But, no. Um, no. No, Not at all. no. Yep, lives in the Ganges. What um what what age what age did you um, talk about the Santa conversation like oh. uh, you know, when it's, uh, with your children? Uh, uh, when I'm not going to ever talk about it. Can I actually tell you a little secret? Okay. Every Christmas Eve, I still look up in the uh, up in the sky and try to find Santa coming. What a loser! Every Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. That's Christmas is my favourite holiday and I, mean, I tell my, my girls go yeah. all my friends at school are saying this isn't real and I was like they can say whatever they want but you will never hear it from my mouth that Santa's not real because do you love presents? Yes Yep. so do I, I don't want to risk it girls, let's just stick to the plan bake yep. the cookies, put them out this guy's bringing the goods 
100%. And also, also, you know, the kids go, oh, what are we, uh, we going to get for Santa? I said, do you still believe in Santa? Yes. Oh, I'm not too sure because Santa will just bring something along. I keep that tradition. Right. Going. Good hey, look, I want to just fluff it away. It's up to them or lie and then whatever. The thing is, is life is when you grow up, mm. there is very little that is mysterious. There is mm. very little that is magical left mm. for you in this world when you get past the age of, I don't know, 20, mm. maybe younger. So why rob them of some sort of enjoyment and just believing that there's something beautiful and like doing right. something extra it feels cute like putting the little santa feet down or nibbling the cookie or you know just everything Have i just think it's so special all that yeah um because uh what one year i actually got dressed up as santa and i actually that's a risk because they I can smell it, you coming and i was in their bedroom and i, I got my wife to take a photo of it Back then, took a photo of me and blurred it up. And the right, kids cool. Yeah, pretty good, that's eh? Cool. Yeah, back in the day, back in the day, those good old days. But I don't believe in the Easter Bunny. That's confused, isn't it? Well, why? What the hell? The I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, um, Luke. It's realistic, right? The bunny, I'm yeah. sorry. It, but what you it's confused because you've got a bunny and then you've got eggs. What is the crossover with the eggs and the bunny? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's two eggs, different animals. I'll admit that it's a little thing. weird. Yeah, yeah what do we eat the chicken? Or was it I Mark? always say to the girls that I just help out. I just oh. help out. You know, the eggs appear and then I do a wee bit of a hidey thing. I do a little because bit of hunting. They snapped me with the bag of eggs. I do a little bit of hunting and shoot rabbits, and so the Easter bunnies are non-existent in our household. Fair enough. There what goes one. Are you, are you just clearing the uh, the land, or are you eating them, or what are you doing? Oh, I eat them, mate. They're beautiful. I eat the rabbits, goats, deer, tar. Beautiful. Take the back straps off it. Just slow. Oh, it's good. Stop ten seconds ago. Bloody hell. Gorgeous. I remember um, when I was saying about seven years old, maybe six, I went mm. to my auntie's house in the country and um, they it was a pig with spray paint on it. I was like, why is that pig got spray paint on it? And I'm like, oh, we'll show you. And then there was my auntie came out who was a lesbo. So she was like, like Arnold. You can't say that. No, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, you know, she was alternative lifestyle Tough and God bless her. Yeah. So anyway, she comes out with this massive big fuck bloody machete and the pig's running around slits oh. its throat and the and the pig is running around with blood gushing out of it wow. and then grabs it like a hammer type thing and slops it to, smashes it to his head until it's dead and I'm like traumatized I oh. could not believe it it was the first thing I've ever seen killed oh my lord that is that is a bit you know it's it hardcore isn't it disgusting yeah, that is absolutely bro. disgusting and I Have think you, they um, thought it was help with that. If you is that this is your problem, I think so. Yeah, that's why I like bacon so much. I don't know, but anyways, I think about that first time of watching it. I'm like, uh, I didn't kind of um, like everyone's going, let's go fishing, but I never went fishing till I was about thirteen or fourteen because I always tried to save the fish. You know, when right. they're them up. So, you know, I was like, that's was that probably yeah? So that's how it's got me. And what about the tooth theory? I believe in the tooth theory. Mm. I think that's well, a the tooth theory for us, uh, honey knows mm. because 
I, you know, cash is not king anymore. So I'm like, oh, you know, oh. These, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, um, I'll give you some Look. cash into your sharesies, and she's like, this is breaking news, guys. We've just released these um, NFTs on the um, on the blockchain, and I tell you, they're going absolutely gangbusters. Sophia, wow. right, right now, your one is actually is actually doing really, really well. And, Thanks, Benny. Uh, I love that you feel bad about before, and now you're trying to make it up to me. Yeah, I've even, I even I even did the hair and did a did a bit of a um, a touch You've up job. out my thing. hair. I, appreciate I just, just want to just show how Luke, he almost looks like some kind of like um, <laughs> hospitality superhero. Those glasses almost look like a... Um, Pop that up. Know, mate. Yeah, and, and, oh, you know yeah. what I'd like? If, if, this, if Luke ever goes missing, I'd like them to use this photo because you'd know exactly who it was. Not that one. What about <laughs> Dane? Dane looks a little concerned. <laughs> Yeah, I love I the nose. I love the nose. Yeah. yeah, you know, you never quite know where the ink's going to land, and of yeah. course, um, Coward's oh, is yeah. the, uh, the mastermind stuff. So I think it's I all very say, positive. You, of course. You've done well, actually. Well, mate. Yeah. I appreciate you. Do you want to see the um, picture I tried to draw of myself? Yes, please. Just quickly. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm still learning. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Can you put that on the website? <laughs> All right, guys, we've got a special guest on the line. Hold there. Mm. Nikki, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good. How yeah. are you? Can you hear me? Yes. Good. Now we were I, at the top of the show. I was talking about um, gratitude journaling and how we were going to be talking to you tonight. Why don't you walk us through for those people who don't know what the hell a gratitude journal is? What you guys do? <laughs> Well, I mean, my, my business is just me, really. Um, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I um, create and publish a range of um, gratitude and resilience journals, and they're basically um, mental health resources. So there's lots of scientific evidence um, out there around the um, idea of positive psychology and using, you know, simple tools like gratitude and um, things like meditation and mindfulness to um, basically change behaviours and um, improve your um, well-being. So, yeah. I actually bought so the I journal for um, our two eldest daughters when we lived in Bali and I got it all bound for them. And I'm telling you right now that made an overwhelmingly fantastic difference in their lives. They just loved it. They had like little worksheets and things that they could do. And I was like, man, maybe there's something in this. I can't get committed enough to sit down with a journal because I feel like my life's very busy. How do you carve out that time Mm. to actually journal is there one that's faster and more effective for people who want to do it but they're just kind of time poor (laughs) well it's one of those things either you love journaling or you don't if you've got a predisposition to journaling that's fantastic but um 
Um, I've got two boys, 11 and 30. They don't necessarily like journaling. They dabble occasionally, but we talk about it at home a lot and we talk about the concepts behind it and we, you know, the tools that my husband and I use when we're talking to the kids and when we're discussing about how our day went, all that kind of stuff, we bring that around the dinner table and, um, you know, like especially in lockdown at the moment, my 13-year-old does not like doing schoolwork. His mindset really suffers. So we just focus on that. We focus on mm-hmm. what he's good at and what's going right rather than what's going wrong. So it's just those concepts around um, just trying to flip the mood from one of always thinking of the negative to trying mm-hmm. to flip it around to what, what's going right and what's, happening in your life that is good <laughs> so yeah um it's hard i mean i always say to people it's not a magic pill it's you can't just buy a journal and suddenly you know your well-being is going to be better mm-hmm. it's it, it is a behavior change and if you can set it into your routine to do it regularly fantastic but not everyone is that um is into that, yeah. so Something yeah, it's kind see. of a hard one. I don't like to push people to do it. Hi, Nikki. How are you? Over here. I've, I've actually my eyes are watering here a little bit. Just and, and the only reason they're watering is that I did I made a curry today, you know, and I've got a bit of chili in my eye and I'm crying. It's <laughs> fantastic. Hey, I've got a little bit of a journal that happened. I've got there. It's about present happenings. So what I'm in the present, being in the moment, my happenings in the moment, and you know I do that kind of like daily. And it's not a diary. It's not a diary. It's not a to-do list, is it? It's about discovering your inner self. No. Yeah, and it's like you don't want to feel guilt. Like with a diary, this is why we created journals. Is with a diary, you feel guilty if you don't do it every day, mm. and you you feel like you have to do it every day because if you miss a day, you know you're like, oh well, what was I grateful for yesterday? And yeah. you you go back to that. So that's why we created journals. It's all about doing it when you feel um, like you really want to do it. And as you say, it's being in that moment and really focusing on what you have in your life now that's going right. Yeah. Um, and there's actually lots of science around not doing it every day. If you do it every day, yeah. it becomes a chore. So the science around it is three to four times a week and being really specific about, you know, I'm grateful for, um, for example, I'm grateful for my legs. Well, yeah, <laughs> you might say I'm grateful for my legs. But you could say, well, I'm grateful for my legs because they're strong and they allow me to walk in nature. And when I walk in nature, it makes me feel calm and, um, uh, you know, and, you know, so someone better. Like Michelle, Michelle's got no legs, Nikki. What would you say to her? Be grateful for what? Oh, look. Well, you can be, I think you can be grateful for so many things. You can be grateful for the sunshine. You can be grateful for um, Kai in your belly. You know, you can be grateful for... Um, Having a conversation with a best mate. There's so yeah. many simple things I, that I a one, lot of us already looking. have. You could be sure. grateful for uh, the hair you got left, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and there's, this, there's this thing called um, hedonistic happiness and, and when, you know, we have these happiness boots when we get a new car, we get a new job, we might, um, something awesome happens to us, but our happiness baseline always comes down to what, you know, is our normal baseline, right? Gratitude helps you to raise that baseline. Um, and it's it's all about the simple things. So 
you write your journal for gratitude only because gratitude is very powerful, isn't it? It's very powerful. And it is. Not, it's amazingly powerful. And, and I, you know, I'm a big believer the universe will provide. Is that how powerful it is? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, the research behind it um, focuses also on what it brings back to you. So you might be grateful about what somebody else has done for you and so that brings back a sense of self-worth. Well, they've taken time out of their day. They didn't have to do to do something for you. So therefore it gives you that positive feeling of self-worth in yourself as well. Um, so that's the power behind it. But it doesn't have to be just about gratitude. I mean, gratitude is one of the tools we talk about. We talk about a whole resilience toolkit and gratitude is one of the tools. Another one is um, focusing on your strengths. So what you have in your abilities now that you do really well, and it might be things like honesty. It might be that you're optimistic. It might be that you're good at problem solving. They're your strengths. So focusing on those things and using those things to move forward and right. to change your mindset. So, yeah. I've <laughs> noticed you've got a uh, pussycat. Uh, what's her name? Behind uh, you. You've got, you got a pussy thing behind you. Yeah, yeah. I've got that two little... cats. Oh, well, well what are they? <laughs> what types of cats are they? Uh, no, they're just rescue, just rescue cats, yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. Hey, so do you make it easy for people to, um, you know, get into journaling or continue on? You've got a business, right? Why don't you walk us through that quickly? Well, I hope I make it easy. <laughs> um, I, I sell on my website, um, but I've also just um, gotten my journals into the warehouse and the warehouse stationery. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, they're also starting a campaign next week. So um, a certain... I think $3 per product sold, per journal sold, goes to their mental health um, partners, their charity partners. Um, but, yeah, I've got a whole heap of smaller retail as well. I don't, don't want to forget the small guys, little shops, gift shops and bookstores around New Zealand and Australia. Um, but, yeah, I also um, work with a lot of schools, so we get our journals into schools. I do a kids' journal and a teenage journal as well. So we, we um, get those into schools and... I've also worked with Aranga Tamariki. Um, they've bought journals for all kids in foster care. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to <laughs> spread that message around. Um, so, yeah, especially a lot of schools at the moment, they're focusing on the well-being of their, um, of their kids um, rather than their literacy and literacy, which is, which is awesome. So. Awesome. Um, another question for you, Nikki, which um, is it important to write a journal or can I – talk to a dictaphone journal or clap it out. What would you recommend? I mean, you know, sometimes I, well, you know. Really, what, it's could it be whatever, whatever, yeah, it's whatever you are comfortable with. I mean, I have people um, sometimes comment on my posts on Facebook and they say, I can get a $2 journal at Kmart. And I said, that's, I say, always say, look, that's great. Just start. Like it doesn't have mm. to be um, one of my products. If you want to start journaling, then do it. Other, you know, there's plenty of apps around where you can use. Um, or as I said, it's just sitting around um, the dinner table with your family and talking about what's awesome that happened that day, what went right, um, all those little things that all add up to, you know, the same theme around um, gratitude. So, yeah, you don't have to journal. 
Awesome. Well, we really appreciate your time on that. And so where are we going? We're going to the Wehouse Station, you say, or what's your website that we can possibly buy them online? Yeah, the website is theawesomeinc.co.nz. Excellent. Hey, Amazing. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you much for your time. Appreciate you're it. Welcome. Thank you. See ya. Yeah. See ya. See mm. ya. Um, Lang, I might give it a go, if, especially if you can manifest something like 12 million bucks with Lotto. Um, Benny, boy, we're going to bring you in here now. What do you got with the facts? Is it something to do with Lang? Dear Journal, I am grateful for my valuable NFTs that I have created tonight. I am also grateful for Nikki for sharing knowledge and BHS for getting me into NFTs at entry level. I am also grateful for NZ Broadcasting personality Thane Kirby. I will aim to focus on my strengths to move forward and change my mindset. Awesome. Thank you very much. She sounds like the cripple, the the real bright cripple guy, you know, that died recently. Stephen Hawking. That's it. I appreciate you. I take that as a compliment. It's a great website. She's done really well, though, you know, in all seriousness. This is cranking. And it's a great product. What was the website? The And it's really bloody hard to get into retailers like the warehouse and the warehouse stationery. They are cut throat mm. right yeah. like price point wise cut throat if your stuff doesn't sell you're out you know it's really it's it's a hard thing to do so big ups to her that's awesome you know what I'd like to see uh, is some actual callers come through. Um, mm. Just click click the link on our post or send us a message. It'll appear on screen. But uh, why don't I invite some um, some people coming through? Yeah. It'll be good. The guests have come. Yeah, they've, they've given their wonderful knowledge. It's now your turn. Get on in here. Let's go through some comments. I had a little thought today that you could bring up to the show. And I just thought something on level four. Do you think the sex workers are working at level four? We could actually ring one of them up if Betty Mac could bring one of them up and just see if they're working. Is that a, especially um, a possibly, I don't know, the, what any type of sex worker really. I'm not interested myself. I'm just interested whether they're working behind the scenes, you know. Because last night, around about 11.30, there was a knock, knock, knock on the door next door to my place. I'm just saying, no, who is that? And I put my head out, and she had a long coat on. Yeah, you just want So, mate, um, yeah. Yes, hi. Yeah, um, is this the, um, yeah, is this the, uh, the whorehouse? Oh, superb. Um, I'm just wondering, you if, are you running under um, level four protocol? Oh, you are? Oh, that's great. Okay, so, um, yep. Okay, scan the QR code at the door. Yes. Um, what's that? Hand sanitizer on your penis? Okay, fair enough. Um, appropriate PPE. Okay. Masks, 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 yeah. masks, masks. Are they necessary? Are they only necessary? Um, okay. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. Okay. Um, yep. Sounds good. Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you there. Um, Fantastic. I uh, will be done in 10 minutes. I'll be down in 15. <laughs> Thanks, Manny. Thanks. It's an interesting sort of fact, though. I mean, we're all about hospitality running out of money. What are they? They must be. They're, they're I think- 
I think most of like uh, like strippers have become only fans content creators and they're selling their content online on a subscription based on many platforms but for sex work I'm not sure and for those people who are um sex addicts it must be a tough time if you're uh, locked up uh, by yourself and you haven't got a meeting to go to mm. Surely you can do Zoom meetings and stuff as well if you're running your program right. Oh, yes. Like, what, do you sit on your left hand to make it numb or something like that? Or what do you do there? (laughs) What? What are we talking about? You know, if they, like, uh, Sex Addicts Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous, it's called running your program, you know, when you're doing it right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure they've got Zoom meetings and stuff. Yes. Um, Big Logie says, yeah, mate, bangers are running 200%. Oh, yeah. All Blacks 7, Argentina 3. For those of you who are tuned in uh, religiously to us, mm. thank you. And that is the score. Um, where, what have we got here? Stacey agreed with me. Thank you, Stacey. I think that was, well, here we go. You, Jodie Clark. Yep, that's about Santa. Does talk back with Thane and Sophia continue after lockdown lifts? This show is like a new NFT. It is. Thank isn't you, it? Josh. Most definitely. I think it will. I think it will. I'd like to continue on, uh, you know, put a bit me of too. in the work. Yeah, it's a bit of a. I think the Saturday ones are going to be a little bit. Um, it's going to be tough because you know you might be out and and all that type of stuff. But you know, and maybe the midweek ones could be tough. You might be stuck in a long meeting or whatever. But we're going to make sure we uh, keep consistent, right, guys? Yeah, great guests on like Brooke yeah. Howard and the journalist yeah. Sunglass guy last night. He was fantastic. I really he was great, right, wasn't he? There's a character, and then a musician too. There's lots out there, so let's get it out there, all fans. There's so just, many people out there. Yeah. Also, you guys can help us now by sharing this post to your Facebook page so we can bring some people in and increase the audience. Um, what's the gossip on Auckland's economic loss from lockdown? Luke, you can get in there uh, very shortly and talk about that. Uh, another one from Big Logie who's watching on Twitch. And nice. if MIQ will stay in Auckland... I'm not sure about that. And I don't Michelle know. I would say so. Is um, I yes, I'd love to have you guys stay online after lockdown. And we're going to do that, Zared said, evening. Good evening, Zared. Um, and Sam says, Duke Lalo, do you feel inspired that you've made it to show five with some of New Zealand's broadcasting royalty? I'm assuming yeah. he's talking about me. Uh, well, I do feel inspired. And, hey, look, all I've got to say is I built Thane up to where he is. So I've been the man behind Thane and the man in front of Sophia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. <laughs> and that's what you hear, Luke. That's what you hear. That's right. Absolutely. Whatever you said. Paul Shaw, if you're still there. Sorry, I just saw this. Did you go to the Steiner School? I did. I did go to the Steiner School. I'm assuming you did too. We both went to um, we both went to St Peter's, didn't we? That's Wasn't right, really. College, we had the, uh, the the good grace of a good education, a Catholic education. I wasn't touched. I don't know about you, Thane. Wasn't touched. No. Thane was always a bit gutted, though. He used to say, "Why not?" Everyone else, you know, got touched. What? 
everyone else around me were, you know, falling like flies. But, uh, yeah, no, they left me off the menu. That's Not a great it? thing to be jealous of, though, yeah. you know, other people's trauma. I mean, it's, all like, there. it's basically all schools. Dilworth, Dunnett, Takapuna Granners, Steiners. What's yeah. Steiners? Steiners School is an alternative school. For is piano players. Yeah? Uh, is it Jewish? Players. No, it's not Jewish. It's uh, it's like Lord of the Rings school. Oh, like you got um, <clears throat> hats and stuff like that. Like yeah, so I, I learned a lot of like craft work. So mm-hmm. things like gardening or metalwork, woodwork, knitting, um, just shit you can't use in real life. Right. But it's not yeah. like the one down at Christchurch, that Brethren one with a com. com- no, 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 no. But I, I was um, raised in an ashram for a, a while as well. So that was sort of more like that, but less. W- well, it could have been just as weird, but I was quite young, so who really knows? Hey, um, Benny, are you able to throw a link up that people can join us in the comments, mate? Is that easy for you to do? With a tough. This is all my, um, my, 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 my journal, journaling that I've been going through over the last oh, um, yeah. things of the tech, tech checking. And I tell you, it is up the wazoo, but what I have found is Papanel, I tell you. Yeah. And a luxurious high-end quality brand. If you haven't seen the photo on the Facebook already, you get to see Sovia here over in her uh, sort of, well, not her birthday suit, but her her bedroom suit. And, um, oh, it's a glamorous photo. You look great in that photo. Is that a selfie? Thanks very much, Benny. That is a selfie, yes. Oh, Shoot, I've got to get my selfie game up. I was talking about last week how I used the body sort of slimming filter on a oh, photograph yeah, you did. I had. And man, oh man, it paid in dividends. Um, so, yeah. At the know. whole house? Wow, you know, what's the time? <laughs> what's, a dividend, what's a dividend in a whorehouse, Benny Mac? <laughs> what's that, my friend? Well, what's a dividend in a whorehouse? No, no, no. Um, I'm saying um, the pajamas, beautiful p- pajamas, and um, oh, look, look for people who weren't there. Benny showed us a profile picture of himself where he took a beautiful photo and then used a slimming app. What he's saying is it's paid in dividends because people think he's uh, slimmer and hotter than actual life. And I'm yeah. making a joke saying, did that pay in dividends down the whorehouse because he said he was going to the whorehouse? Long story short. Wee bit of a joke there. And a yeah, joke. Most of the things I say on the show are jokes. Um, yeah. Take it with a grain of salt, ladies and gents. Uh, it's all for the jokes. Um, I'm just trying to think of something preposterous to say when the camera comes on me. That's sort of yeah, how it works. Great job. Yeah. Now, someone's just come you. up with an interesting uh, note here. Stay there, Benny. Sweet Jesus. It is the perfect evolution of beards. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I'm hoping that I'm not included in that. Not the bearded lady? around the room. I bloody well hope not. That's the first. What order is it? Good afternoon from Norway, he says. Oh, my God, good afternoon from from Norway. Good evening from New Zealand. That's cool. Poland. No, the lady are not included. Fair enough. (laughs) Thanks. 
Poland Knights, if you want to follow us on uh, Talkback with Fane and Sophia, the Facebook page is open now. There's a link there, or it I can could get be it for you. Yeah, uh, we would. And love you can jump you on, on here. Good love and video. Yeah, I, I speak um, Swedish. Oh yes. Go. I saw the Oji Kachka, Atikoji, Kutachkachkochikochikochikochikochi. There's a time and place Luke will probably be not allowed on the show. <laughs> it's the, um, you know what I was thinking? That's the sound he makes when he tickles you. <laughs> Why would you go to that? that? I like horrific that story. <laughs> he looks like a tickler too, doesn't he, from way back? <laughs> By the time 10.30, you know, it starts all normal at 9. By the time 10.30 rolls around, people are tickling and it's all gone to hell. Wow. Selena Ann says, you're all gorgeous. Thank you, Selena. Back at you. I really want to get this Polar Nights on. I'd love to go live to Norway and check it out. Oh, you know what? Can you get two on the phone? He's um, just got a documentary in um, the documentary uh, festival in New Zealand. And so he said he was going to chat to us tonight. So if he's around, we'll bring him in. He's in Portugal right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So in Portugal, any drug pretty much is legal over there. And because it ain't no big thing... Um, people just roll with it, you know, and there's there's next to no addiction. Thanks. <clears throat> looks gorgeous, much nicer than all the hair on the other faces. Thank it's- you so much, Stacey. They, that's very lovely. It's all from Daily Wellness, my own company. Shameless promotion. <laughs> Got all the nice bioactives, botanicals, natural skincare. What's tickles looking at? Tickles is confused. I'm just trying to find the um, uh, trying to ring up an Indian in Bombay just to <laughs> see how I practice my Indian language. <laughs> Stacey, um, Thane mentioned that you are at the Skin Institute. Surely we could give away a little facial at some point to the uh, the listeners, right? Yeah, and um, Emma Rock uh, is working with you, and yes. uh, she's a friend mm. of the show. She's a friend of the show and a friend of mine mm. and Thane's. I love the beard man. Sadly, I cannot risk getting a beard at the time and at this time of my life, says Polar Knights. It's a risky business at any time of your life, you know. Once you've got a beard, then people get used to it and then you can never take it off. I want to know, though, um, Della, how do you dye yours? What's the secret there? Uh, I put it in the sun, really. I mean, I'm a natural. I'm just ringing up the uh, KFC in Bombay, India. Uh, Oh, look, Stacey said we can do that. Awesome. Stacey, how about this? We'll, we'll do that and Daily Wellness will give away something as well. We'll do a combo together. I'll message you. Do you this condition your beards, boys? Do you, boys, do you put conditioner in your beards? Yep, I do. Yep, do you shampoo nice. and conditioner? Do you? Yeah. So when I'm doing what little hair I do have, I yes. move it down here with a shampoo and a conditioner. Yes. And do you go lower? Oh, everywhere. Yeah, body you, sh- you shampoo yeah, and condition your nether regions. Mm. Yeah, why not? Don't you? Yeah, what? what I like to do is I usually like to use sort of, you know, Schwarfiger. Um, yeah. if, if, I'm, if I'm having any real stubborn dirt on my lower body, you know, Schwarfiger, it's an industrial strength hand cleaner. It's green, um, isn't it? Um, yeah. you know, 
Jiff, oh, this Jiff, is awful. You know, Jiff your skin to keep it fresh. I like um, too, and everywhere, and get the beard going. And- oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Maybe even a put two-in-one conditioner, a two-in-one, you know, um, something like that, you know. A you little, guys remember uh, um, Timote? Oh, Timote? yeah. Beautiful. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He's a great guy. Timote. Oh, one of the oh, best yeah. was the apple shampoo. Remember apple shampoo? Delicious. I used to eat oh, that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What? You used to eat it. Oh, it smells so good, didn't yeah. it? My that favorite is a lot the coconut. Oh, the coconut body so wash. Oh, extraordinary. Um, yeah. And I think there's even one that's called like milk and honey. It's like, oh, that's oh, milk yeah. and honey, baby. Remember <laughs> <laughs> um, Noshka? You know. Noshka. Yeah, why don't oh, they just have like one that smells like money? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm rubbing filthy money all over my naked body. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea. But I mean, you know, they make these candles with strange um, flavors and scents. I mean, you know, hot garbage, you know, mm. you can, <laughs> yeah. They're sort of bottling it and candling all sorts of scents these days. That's you know, right. KFC did one. The KFC sort of crusty. Uh, oh, here we go. Take the school. Take the school live. Come on, speak up. Luke speaking. Yes, good evening. It's Bombay Tagaway. Oh, good day, Miss Bawayu. I was just wondering if you could make a delivery in Auckland, level four. Please, Lord, cut him off. Hello. Hello. I know you do a delivery level four Bombay delivery. Whereabouts? New Zealand, Auckland. Thanks. Where are you from? So fierce. Fierce is horrified. I am from Auckland. Okay. All right. All right. I don't want to go into the. I don't want to have an argument with Sophia. She's frozen, even. That's how horrified she is. Oh, my God. I, I'm not frozen. I'm just not moving. I'm giving you the eyes. Like, if you don't can it, I'm going to beat your ass. She's um, racism, mate. You're gonna, you're Polar gonna Knights says, what company is it that you have, ma'am? Can you put up my uh, little Instagram there? It's called yeah. Daily Wellness, Polar Knights, and we ship to Norway. Yeah, like, I mean – to be to be honest, I don't know who um, Luke called just then, but I don't think that he called um, like an Indian restaurant because the guy that answered his accent was just about as bad as Luke's. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, just between you, and me, I think we just have some. We just have some great phone call. Great like <laughs> phone call. I did this legendary prank phone call where I um, prank called Jeans West Tasmania and complained about a pair of um, malfunctioning jeans. Oh. Yeah. Remember that was, time that legendary. I bought you those really expensive jeans and then we went to Dunedin and you bent over and you split them up the bum and then didn't realize and then you wore them all day until you turned around and I realized. I was like, hey, you are a – jeans have split up the bum. It was amazing. So embarrassing, yeah. that, isn't it? It's yeah. so embarrassing. Yeah. 
That no explained why your ass felt so breezy that day. It, was <laughs> it like, wasn't just the climate. You know, you know, How long has this been? Oh, he's like thinking to himself, damn, this is the first time I haven't had swamp ass in weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's how it worked. That's how it worked. I was like, what is this? this is like, and you'd, only, you'd only taken one pair of jeans and we had to go somewhere like Jeans West to go and get another pair. It was just this awful. Nightmare. It's awful. That's why I'm always saying. Sorry, what was that, mate? That's why I'm always the man behind you, just waiting for that opportunity. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think the trick with that is if you're if you're a guy that splits his pants often, you have to start wearing denim boxes, you know? So in ah. case if it splits, you've sort of got that second layer of breakaway sort of ass pad. Well, the thing know? is, you know, I'm not quite onto elastic uh, pants yet, you know, or, or anything like that. But, you know, sheesh, this lockdown. Have you, have, you you have you ever wet your pants as an adult? Just just talking generally. Um, no, I wet my pants as an adult. Not as an but, adult. Um, you have, have you, Luke? If that's what you mean. Well. You have. I've dribbled if that's what you mean. Well, there was an incident many years ago. Oh, there was an incident many years ago. I had a few too many drinks all day. Hey, look, I'm, I'm not proud about this, but it's quite a funny sort of incident. And, um, you know, when you're in a bar and it's nice and warm and, you you know, you get, well, it's time to go or you get thrown out or whatever, probably got thrown out, and you're just walking home, you're walking down Franklin Road, boom, badam, 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 and I had these tan pants on and I, and I just couldn't go there, and I just, I just let go, and I had, I wet my pants because I knew I was walking home, I knew I was going to be home, and I just wet my pants. But what yes, happened is, why not? And as I went free, it was quite interesting. Like fifty minutes down, because all the thing goes into your shoes too, so I had to throw those away. Um, is yeah, that? It's I, like you, yeah. This couple was walking up the road, and I'm oh, like, oh, God, this is embarrassing. And then I knew them, of course, because it's Luke Jello. Hi, how are you going? Because you were just so popular. You just couldn't help it. It was bound to happen. Why didn't you prepare for that? And I'm walking down, and we met under the light. <laughs> oh, no. First thing they said was, how was the cowboy fancy dress party? Oh, no. <laughs> and then I looked down and said, Oh, it's really good. I've just left my hand up the road there. And, um, I just got carried on on because it looked like I had chaps on. It was perfect. It was perfect. Oh, I kept on walking. I thought, that's a great answer. Yeah, yeah. I left, really I left my um, hand up there and it, it smells like horse piss down here. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like I had chaps on. That's my little wet the bed. Uh, yeah, that's my little wet the bed. Uh, mm. Anyway. Um, I wonder if anyone else... I wonder if anyone else has got a wet to bed story that'd like to share before we leave. Uh, what night? What was that last night, Luke? Uh, Sarah Gilmore. Oh, no, Sarah, I wasn't walking around. That was, you know, this was years ago when I was a young fella. <laughs> it's quite a, um, I mean, just like um, sort of pissing the bed, you know, or pissing in a wetsuit. I imagine being so inebriated and walking home, and maybe it's a cold night. Uh, and just yeah. pissing in your pants, pissing you, filling your shoes up. I imagine it's quite a freeing experience for oh, the it's very brain. It's a very I mean, freeing you could, experience. You could journal. You could journal about that. You know, I'll be oh, I'll yeah. for it. I was grateful. Huge journal, journal topic. That's a grateful moment. Mate, I've never been that inebriated, I'm pleased to say. Uh, I mean, oh. one time I was so inebriated, I was sort of like sitting in a head, my, 
in in the chair my head was spinning like this and um and then the next minute I, I, I blacked it up, I woke out, and I was in the gutter um, spewing. Oh, In oh, the no. gutter on the side of the road. Uh, and it seemed like the warmest place to be right then. Oh, the second most embarrassing time I've ever had in my life was when I was 22, maybe, in London. Had a good old time in 22, and I had so many long, long island iced teas. Actually, I actually fell asleep in the urinal. Oh, wow. my God. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's, you should have land your, face, land your face on a urinal cake. You know? Yeah, well, they're quite, yeah, those little lollies in there. Wake don't up with the blue tattoo. But the stink, eh? The stink. Oh, I had to catch a cab in a black cab. I had to go through two of them because, I mean. Oh, oh Jesus. I mean, this... and, and I'm a big lad, right? Try to get me out of there, slipping and sliding. <laughs> Oh, buddy. <laughs> it's, quite a, it's quite a. Have you ever got out of a urinal? Urinal? No, never. Oh, it's hard work, I tell you. It's when you're chopped. That's really hard. And what woke me up was when it flushed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yes, the deluge. Yeah. someone else pissing on you. No, no. You, have you seen them so cool? <laughs> a means taller the urinal? The oh, oh, yeah. I've seen one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a, I, went a down, I went, I went down to the Lord they? of the Rings oh. uh, in Wellington to see the premiere, and I had a big night after watching going to the Lord of the Rings party. And uh, I went back to the hotel, and I was like, oh, I can't find I lost my room key, which was one of those cards. Yeah. And so I had to sleep in the hallway um, because oh, I, the people – it was like an apartment, so the people at the reception yeah. had gone. And I was in this – I was trapped in this little hallway – and every time I moved, the light would switch on. So I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. So you were under surveillance, man. No, yeah. So it was, it was triggered by movement, right? So I was trying yeah. to get some sleep in the hallway, but rolled over, lights on for about It's like a minutes. torture oh, scenario. It was the worst, the worst mm. scenario. All those little rugby Gosh. trips, you're the same going through those hotels, and you've had a few, and then you get to your room, and you always double up with someone, right? And the old sock on the door handle. Can't go in there. He's busy. You know that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, he's, busy. he's busy in there. So you got to find somewhere to sleep for the night. So I normally just find the old ironing or the laundry. It's quite warm yeah. in there. And uh, yeah, you can just have a cuddle up there, get some laundry out, make a little... Mm, yeah, that's true. Until you hear the door. I would just walk in and be like, I'm going to bed. Continue. Well, there's two options, really, isn't there, Sophia? You go, yeah. I'm going to bed, continue, <laughs> or I'm g- can I join you? That's the other well, option you thought of? Yeah. Well, there's three. There's the laundry. Laundry. I walk into the room. I'm going to sleep, guys. Carry on. Or, hi, guys. Can I join you? <laughs> yeah. Or there's another one. Can I hold the camera? Yes. Wow. This is going from bad to worse. Let's wrap it up. Okay, guys, we're only taking. You know, this. also another handy travel tip is um, earplugs and the um, night visor thing. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Did you hear that? You know those, um, you know those like neck pillows that you get for the on the yeah, yeah travel airplane. pillows. You were supposed to put them around the front. No. Yes. Yeah. So your head doesn't mm-hmm. fall forward like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because on the plane, on the plane, you got your um, the two things that come yes. along that kind of like, and then you put that in front. You, you notice it doesn't it on fit the front. Out the back. It fits. At the and front. then yeah. 
That makes perfect sense if you think about it because that's yeah. stupid when you are uh, uh, like that. Yeah. But if you put it in the front, it's like, oh. Yes, exactly. Oh. Because, you know, you're trying to wear it and you think you're all cool and you're ultra prepared and that's, A, deflating if you yeah. were traveling yeah. in the 90s and you're sort of like falling through what that I'm, bit at the front. Yeah. No, turn it around. What I'm, sort of, what I'm sort of looking for in that scenario is some sort of um, – a, a fa- like a face bra that I can sort of brazier myself mm. up onto the back of the chair. Right. You could use so an ordinary bra. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Maybe I just go for like a nice lacy sports bra or something like a sort of like Those a, two things are not connected. Even, you don't no. get a lacy sports bra. You're wearing no, maybe a sports bra. Maybe that's what I could admit. Maybe it be... could be all the rage, you know. It's not even really for, you, for your body, you know. It's more to make you look oh, more, okay. Oh, let's yeah. see up in the sky because I'm tying my face up, remember? Well, so. good here, I'd have to have a double D. Double D, just a little tan number, real plain one. That'd be better, wouldn't it? You know, get that chin up there. Same I kind of want that, um, that material that you exercise in, you know, the Nike dry fit sort of Oh, yeah. The, the fast wicking or the dry wicking yeah. technology. Yeah, with maybe like a curtain on it, you know, that's where the lace could be. The lace could be kind of like a curtain. Yep, okay. I don't know. So it's part burka. To be honest, it could be. Burka. That's problematic. Um, The other thing is I've learned another little trick. If you're flying domestic, right, and you Mm -hmm. want to watch a movie, but it's, it's so heinous to hold your phone with your Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I either kind of slip it under the magazine thing so you pull your tray down mm-hmm. and you, yep. put your micro, you put your camera down there where the magazines go and you can kind of see it or you get yourself a see-through bag you know just like yep. one of those type, you put it in there and then you hook it on the back of the hook that holds the uh, tray together yeah that's a good hack do you know yeah. what I love doing on flights and I What's just myself every time I do it I find the funniest naughtiest picture I airdrop it and just see how many phones, oh. and let's see how many phones pick it up. It is such a funny thing, I tell you. Yeah. It is hilarious, and then people <laughs> reply back to you and send another one back. It's quite entertaining for a little bit. Wow, you got to kind of be a little bit careful. You don't really want to get on the no fly list or sort of get sort of you know no. apprehended by an air marshal just in case you send uh, the wrong. Yeah, thing. there are children on flights with devices. <laughs> Remember these his face, days, ladies and gentlemen. Also- <laughs> He's an old eardropper from way back, old sickness, yeah. Wants it. I like that, though. I like that. I think that's quite a novel idea. It seems something really kind and, and cute, you know? I do a, a scary little. Time. I do a scary yeah. Because all the kids have got their eardrops on. Yeah, that's true. It's oh, cool. of course they do, yeah. Well, guys, oh, uh, we like get some rugby. We should uh, piss off now, and uh, we're back Monday night. Uh, I think I've got some guests lined up. I've got a musical guest uh, lined mm, up. I uh, can't remember now, but uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody, for appearing on the program. It's been a great success. Yeah. Don't forget, go to our Instagram. Um, <clears throat> jump on Papanel's Instagram. Follow them. Follow us. You're in the draw. Comment, tag a friend. I'm making it sound more complicated than it actually is. It's yeah. very, very well, it's simple. it's the Papanel, isn't it? It's a beautiful product. It's an amazing it product. Yeah. Brilliant. Here he comes. Here he is. Here what he is, everybody. Fudge is going on here. 
<laughs> the clothes have come off. Tickles thinks he's already got the cameras are switched off. All right, right we better go before it gets uh, nasty. Well, I just yeah. want to say one last thing, guys. Remember, these um, NFTs that we created tonight are available now. Get in now. Um, these have been created. They're one of ones. They're individual JPEGs, and um, they're going to be fucking expensive. We're going to be millionaires, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be rich. <laughs> and we will put rich. up also uh, the link rich. to the Facebook page for the NFTs and Metaverse NZ, uh, so that if you want to go and have a look at that, you can. Um, sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm all about it, man. This is so good. And you know what? You may be um, taking the piss out of your drawings, but I think they're very unique. Can you go closer with that one last time? I think time, so, maybe? too. I think I we think could be onto something here. Yeah. We're onto yeah. something, guys. Sophia I looks mean, a little like Jacinda. It's probably the most disgusting picture of me I've ever seen, but also weirdly accurate, which yeah. is confusing, but I'm about it. It was hard to make you look this bad. Let's just say that. Yeah, well, that's, that's a lovely compliment, mate. Thank you very okay, much. Guys. Um, Benny, I'm going to let you out now. Have a great night, eh? Thanks, mate. See you soon. Top guy. Top ben guy. Very good drawings, uh, though. He does a very good little scribble, mm. a doodle. For a caricature. Oh. What's happened? Luke's reconnected by accident. Should we just watch him for a split second, okay? Let's just watch. No. No, we shouldn't. This is called wrong. No? I mean, look, he's gone to bed. Look at that guy. He's gone to bed. He's turned his Oh, no. <laughs> he's creeping in the left-hand portion of the screen over there. Jiggles, what the hell are you doing? I think it's Pornhub time, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, Lord Almighty. All right. See ya. All right, let's get out of here, eh? Scram. All right. Catch you later, everybody. We'll see you Monday.